Show. I am Adrian Ross, of course, and I'm glad you're tuned in. If you're watching on YouTube, you can tell we're in a different location. And if you're listening, then you have to take my word for it. Or I recommend that you actually go over to YouTube and watch this particular episode. I'm in the library with two guests. And if you have been paying attention to uh, the conversation I've been having about the pornography, the hypersexualization, the obscenity in the public library, actually also in public schools, unfortunately, and some private schools, then you will want to pay attention to this. And also, if you've been reading some of the things that I've been writing on my Substack, adrianross.substack.com, this is not foreign uh, to you. But today I have the honor of having two warriors in this fight against going after children, targeting children with pornography and hypersexualization. And we're, we've been fighting. And I want to introduce you to these guests and I want you to know what we're doing. And before it's over, I want you to know how you can help us in this important fight. Now, if you have children with you, you, you know your children, you might not want them involved uh, listening and watching this particular conversation, and particularly toward the end because we do plan to show you some things and at that point you, you don't probably want your children um to to partake of what we might show you all right so let me introduce you first i have damon dillard he's a fellow warrior in this battle and i also have laura mcginty who's also a warrior in this battle for children for protecting mm -hmm children that's what this is this is all about so i'm going to allow them to introduce themselves and then we're going to dive into the con conversation and i'll start with you want to start with yeah, laura? ladies first okay ladies first he says. Oh, okay well um as adrian said i'm laura mcginty and um, i'm a cape Girardeau resident we've been here a long time um number one i'm a christ follower so you know when god tells you to do something you better do it mm -hmm. so that's my number one reason for being uh, involved in this um I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother. That's, those are other really good reasons to be involved. Um, I have a lot of friends in the community and I'm reaching out um, and finding lots of support for this effort, so I'm grateful for that. Um, it's in my, on my heart to help people and um, I want them to know the truth from the lies that are being spread, the deceit that's going on. So that's why I'm here. I'm glad you're here. Thank glad you. You're here. Thanks yes. for inviting me. Yes. Yeah. So a mom, a grandma. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's um, that's important. You know, yep. when you talk about children mm -hmm. and how they were treated. Mm -hmm. Damon, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a dad. Um, I'm always been active in the kids growing up in schools. And about uh, three years ago, I had someone come up to me and, and ask me if I was aware of the teens room at Cape Girardeau Library, and I hadn't. I had never been here before. And she mentioned to me that there were some books that would likely be found in that room that would be very upsetting. And she was actually asked to leave the teens room because it's teens only. So I'm a little bit larger than the average bear. And I figured, well, let's see if they can run me out of there, which they didn't. And I started pulling books off the shelf. And what I found was just absolutely disgusting. I mean, just beyond, beyond disgusting. So I formed a group called Patriots Unite. We have a YouTube channel and a Rumble channel now. Uh, especially after YouTube canceled my video, one of my videos today. Mm -hmm. So um, active, um, conservative, Christian, uh, very much so non-political in the sense that I want to see what's done for the right way, mm -hmm. following the Constitution. I don't really necessarily care about parties, mm -hmm. but this is a fight that is our future. I mean, 
we talk about what we're going to do the next generation. Well, if the next generation has its mind ruined about the time they're 10 or 12 years old, yeah. uh, what yeah. kind of hope can we, we look forward to? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You want to add to that? Well, I just <clears throat> want to say I think it's pretty uh, incredible that we've all come together mm -hmm. from different avenues and different viewpoints on how to look into things. And, I, and um, we have another... Uh, wonderful person on our team who has contributed a lot yes. as well. She's not here today, mm -hmm. um, Sharon Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, but I just think it's really cool the mm -hmm. way I think the Lord put us all together. Absolutely. It mm -hmm. just came together like yeah. magic, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got their own little thing. I'm not quite sure what mine is, except <laughs> except I'm root I'm rooting them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm glad that she mentioned them, that there are other people because I just sort of I know there have been pe people who have been in this fight much longer than I have. You've been doing this for like two years, right? Three. Up to two, three years. And I just sort of happened across this information and it started with this book called Gender Queer. And it's like, I heard that there are books that are talking about anal sex, oral sex, masturbation for children. And uh, whatever I read, I don't even remember what it was I, I first saw, but it said, check and see if this book is in your your children's schools check and see mm -hmm. if it's in the library and i did and there it was and i was absolutely blown away now i taught seventh graders for nearly 20 years i care about kids i i love young adult young adult literature but i love children and i believe that they should their innocence should be protected and the only thing i could see in that book and then others subsequently was a target to rob them of their innocence yeah. and that's when i jumped in i didn't know that there were other people who were already fighting this fight i didn't know damon you know yeah. and so um as she said it's not just us there are others and she mentioned sharon jackson and there are other people who've come to meetings we've had because we determined that we were not going to let this thing go and so as far as i'm concerned i started out by coming to the library checking to see if the book was the gender queer was here talking to the people who worked here asking about um you know noticing that it was it, that particular book was now in the adult mm -hmm. section the graphic novel mm -hmm. section right. but others are in the teen section so i started there i'm like what can i do what are the steps i can take i asked the library that the same yeah. library we're in okay you fill out a form of reconsideration i did that for a couple books and it was rejected and then showed up at a library board meeting gave my spiel at the library board meeting if you mm -hmm. pay attention to the show you've seen that already okay you might see it again before this is over but so we did that that didn't and we said you know what we're not letting it go and so we've been meeting and we've been planning things and we'll get into that but let me ask you this how old are your children well, my, I have adult sons, but my, the, the grandchildren, mm -hmm. they their age ranges from 2 to 13. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we're right in that age yeah. group the, of concern. Yeah. Any kid, any kid with a library card can come in here and virtually check out anything they want. Absolutely. It doesn't just have to be in their section of the library, mm -hmm. which I Find, I just found that out, and I'm I'm pretty disturbed about that as well. Um, so you know, if it's unhealthy, if it's lewd, it's if it's degrading, which these books are, Absolutely. we've discovered this. Yes. 
I went on their website a few months ago, a couple months ago, and there are over 66 books in the category of pornography. Mm-hmm. Now, there's probably more than that because I typed in a couple of other words that led to, led me to that. But it, but I, w- I was blown away by that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot more mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But and, that's what. And I'm sorry. And how long how long have you known about this? Like I, it's fairly new for me. Well, several months. I think when you came to the library board meeting, there was a group of us um, said, "Hey, let's go support Adrian Ross." Explained who you were. I didn't really know who you were, Adrian. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't very long ago. Just a couple of months ago mm-hmm. that we did that. So we went in support of Adrian. Um, and I think that uh, the, um, frankly, the, uh, the board members were kind of blown away that there were that many people in the room. I don't think it had ever happened before, as mm-hmm. I recall. Yeah. But they were rather um, quiet in response. Mm-hmm. Aloof. Aloof. Aloof, yeah. Perhaps. And, and so you've been doing this the longest out of us. And over the course of time, what have you noticed in terms of engagement of other people in this battle? Is it is it huge? Is it small? And if it's small, why? I would say that it's awareness. The people that do know what's going on, mm-hmm. they're they're not only irritated, but they're they're in mm-hmm. some ways engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had several groups that have come over, concerned, mm-hmm. filed complaints with the library about objection volunteers. Um, but the problem is not, not too many people know about it. I mean, if you asked the average person on the street if they thought this book is gay, being targeted at 12-year-olds was in the library, they wouldn't believe you. Okay. You know, a book that goes page by page, specifically instructing two young boys how to have anal sex um, with pictures and dry, drawings, um, it's here. Yeah. So I would say the movement is growing. Um, in fact, we've seen just recently how many people have responded mm-hmm. to, to what our quest is here. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the biggest problem we have is people hear this, they see Loudoun County, Virginia, and they see some of the other stuff that's going across the country, and they know it exists, yeah. but they just can't believe that it's here in, mm-hmm. in their hometown. And it is. It's not only here somewhere, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in schools, it's in libraries. Um, it's just it's proliferated to the point where it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, I would say it's obscene for a community like this mm-hmm. to be sponsoring and allowing this thing to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. What's interesting to me is why so many people think it's okay yeah. to have yeah. pornography available to children. But what I am learning more and more each day is that they're targets. They're targets because their bra- brains can be rewired mm. if you're a child. Mm-hmm. And people, why, why do they want to make a child dysfunctional in their way of living Mm. why do they want to make a child have emotional instability so i'm going to stop you there because i'm going to ask you this question that we may not we may not have the answer to yeah i'm going to ask that why why (laughs) why why is that do we have an answer Mm -hmm. to that Uh, really why would you take a child who's supposed to be innocent supposed to be protected and not supposed to be exploited and subject them subject them to languages and graphics of oral sex, anal sex, masturbation, all this stuff, even encouraging them, as this book is gay does, to get on sex apps. Tells them how, the steps to get on sex apps, to how to put their picture up there, how they can meet up with strangers. 
What in the world? Why? A simple answer is evil. It, I mean, evil. The, the, it's, the, it's, the goal is to steal mm-hmm. the innocence of their children right. to the point where they no longer become children. And, it, you know, you think about pornography and you think about all the other stuff that's out there. It doesn't matter, alcohol, tobacco, drugs, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. But a person has their entire life to experience that stuff after they're adult. Mm-hmm. So why can't we just allow them to be 18 Mm-hmm. And then let them form their choices mm-hmm. on this kind of stuff moving mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. but they, they don't, and that's the the, the corruption of basically the, the fabric of all the family mm-hmm. is what's really mm-hmm. ultimately the target. This is Marxism. Yes. Every action that we see has, happening is lockstep with the Marxist American Library Association, mm-hmm. with the Marxist Missouri Library Association, mm-hmm. and, and Marxism has three core core tenets. <clears throat> One is no God. The second is no family. And the third is no private property. Mm-hmm. So by establishing the fact that these people, I can promise you, are godless. The people that are writing these books and people that are targeting this stuff, they, they're either atheists or atheists or agnostic in some way. Right. So in their mind, I don't think they necessarily think it's, it's a problem. And many, many of these people, I would say most of these people are sick. Um, the fellow that wrote uh, uh, this book is gay. It's a very mentally disturbed person Mm -hmm. Um, so they're they're sharing that disturbed behavior with our children um, in in order to to disturb the additional children that's the point misery loves company that's right you know they want more and more of it it's you know it's spiritual suicide is what it is if you start a young child I mean and they're talking from birth now I'm not I'm not saying that that's what they're doing here but the target is to younger and younger children Mm -hmm. and this goes to the the World Health Organization yes. and the United Nations, yep. there is an agenda. Yep. There is an agenda. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And four yeah. to six-year-olds, that's really where the targeting mm-hmm. begins, in this library specifically. For instance, there's a book in the youth section, um, and we're going to get to talk about age discrimination here in a minute, but it's labeled My Maddie. And the story is about a little girl who has a single parent, and the little girl can't decide whether or not her parent is male or female. So she goes through the entire story never understanding or believing, being able to believe if her male or female is mom and dad. So she calls this person Maddie. Well, it turns out at the very last section of the book, he's turns out the parent is giving the little girl a hug as she goes down to school, and she can feel his razor stubble mm. on the side of her cheek. And that's how it's left. So, you know, obviously this is a male, you know, that's trying to pretend. And this kind of stuff targets at four or six four to six and then it kind of backs off just a little bit and then when you get to about eight or nine it starts again and then of course when you get to 10 or 12 it's mm-hmm. it's game on and they do it with picture books that's how yeah. the little kids mm-hmm. yeah and the, yeah go ahead. i'm just gonna say it's not only the written word you know with uh it, it's it's graphic illustrations mm-hmm. in these books yeah. Yeah. the how to you know mm-hmm. it, it yeah you know and i have to believe that there are Many people, those who are aware, because many people are not, and they wouldn't, like you said, they wouldn't right. believe if we told them what some of the stuff is. Yep. But there are some who are aware, but their mindset is, we'll never win. Yep. That we, we yeah. can't win this battle. Yeah. We're going to take a break, but um, after these messages, I'm going to come back and I want to talk about what we are doing so that we do win this battle for children. I'm sure you've noticed the leaves are changing. So should your search engine. Switch to Luxel.com, a search engine that gives voice to independent, conservative, and progressive publications 
you won't find anywhere else. That's Luxel, L-U-X-X-L-E dot com. And don't forget about We the People of Missouri. That's www.wethepeopleofmissouri.org. They meet on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock p.m. at Delmonico's in Jackson, but they are taking a break on November 21st in observance of Thanksgiving. They'll be back on November 28th at 5 o'clock at Delmonico's. Bill Eigel will be there. Senator Bill Eigel is a 2024 Missouri gubernatorial candidate, and he'll be there talking about the Missouri legislative session 2023, all right? 2023 review with Senator Bill Eigel. Don't miss it. I'll be back at the end to talk to you a little bit more about We the People. Okay, so let's resume our conversation. We're again here at the Kate Girardo Public Library. And uh, I left off by saying that um, there are some people who may think that whatever you might try to do, you're not going to get anywhere, especially in the age we're living in. You've got, we say, that what's going on is evil, there are people who look at us and mm-hmm. say that we're evil and we're haters yep. and they shut the door to us automatically. Yeah. Okay, but we can't let that stop us and we haven't. So what, what do we have in our hands? What tools do we have to make a difference? What makes us think that we're gonna get somewhere with this? Well, there's all kinds of laws in the books designed yeah. to protect our child, our children. Mm-hmm. And let's just go back just for a second and talk about the age discrimination thing, yeah. the, way, the way the library does it, and, and how they just utterly disregard the law. The law in the state of Missouri is, defines a minor child as this, a person who has not yet attained their 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. If you're 17 or less, you're a child in the state of Missouri. And in fact, that's pretty much the case all over the, all over the country. But yet, the way the library does it is they decide that they're going to categorize books for certain age groups that are all minors. Mm-hmm. In this situation, just to point it out, there's computer terminals here that you can access mm-hmm. Pornhub with. And any child that's 16 years or older can access those computers. Mm-hmm. So they're disregarding the law right there just blatantly. So as far as what we have, we have all the minor protection laws. We have new SB 681, which has to do with the uh, schools when the schools are not allowed to provide uh, sexually explicit materials to, to children uh, by any by any means mm-hmm. um, and we've also got new library funding rules that came down from Jay Ashcroft's office mm-hmm. um, it's not a law because they couldn't get the legislature to actually move forward with it it was presented on the house but it wasn't approved in the Senate so Ashcroft basically rewrote that into a funding rule and it's pretty simple it's pretty clear I can read it for you if you want yeah, this, yes, this the section that's that's most most pertaining to what we're talking about right here okay and the idea behind this is that the there is no involvement with the parent, as as Laura was saying, mm-hmm. that if a child enters this building, if they have a library card, they can check out any, any book mm-hmm. you know, they want. Now, interestingly enough, the library does have an attending, uh, child attending policy mm-hmm. where certain age groups are not allowed to be left unattended in the library. Mm-hmm. And the reason they say that is because they're or everybody comes to this building and sometimes there might be some unsavory people that have ill intentions for your children. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. They have a policy about children, but yet they, they're forcing the stuff or targeting the stuff, I should say, at minors. So in the, the, the funding rule, Jay Ashcroft, it goes through what needs to happen. And the, the rule was designed 
so that the parents had to have a decision on what materials their children were having access to or to check out. That means could they walk up and look at also. And there was a plan that they had to form, and that's in this rule, where they had to develop a policy and a plan to involve the parent in the decision-making of what their children would see. Mm-hmm. What the libraries did following the not, well, Marxist MLA, Missouri Library Association is, is first of all, they made all of us bad guys for wanting to do this, right. protect our kids. Right. And in revenge mode, what they did was they canceled every uh, minor's library card in the state of Missouri mm-hmm. with the idea that now the parent has to come in to get involved, like the policy says. I'll just read you the policy real quick. This is a library has or will adopt a written, publicly accessible department of policy addressing how sections are made in considering the appropriateness by age of any minor. So that means that the libraries must come up with a designation on how they handle materials for minors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, obviously, that's not being done, obviously. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing that they have to do is that the, they were supposed to adopt a policy that is uh, allowing a minor's parent or guardian to determine what materials and access will be available to that minor. And no person employed or acting on behalf of the library shall knowingly grant access to a minor to any material in any form wow. not approved mm-hmm. by that minor's parents or guardian. Mm-hmm. So what they did in response was cancel all the documents, all the library cards, and then made it an effort for the parents to come in to sign the card. Well, there is no engagement. There is no way to stratify the materials. It's either all or nothing. Once the parent signs for a library card, the child gets a library card and has complete access. Do you think that what they did, I know they're trying to be sneaky, do you think that what they did fits what that is saying? Oh, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No. And, and the other thing that's involved in this is because it's a funding rule, the, the only enforcement agents are you people and us. No one is going to, the library is not going to enforce this policy. They've already made it blatantly clear mm-hmm. that they're not interested in, in doing anything. So right now, the Cape Girardeau Public Library is in violation of this funding rule, and I can get you the, the, the number to it mm-hmm. um, for it. So Jay Ashcroft is asked, let us see, and he's going to pull funding. And that's one of the first steps that we're going to take. And that's about the only thing that you yeah. can find to get these people's attention is mm-hmm. losing their money. Money talks. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, so we will see. I don't think that they're used to people continuing the fight. No. Right. They're, not, they're not expecting that. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to us a little bit about what we've been doing? Well, what, what we have... You mentioned Sharon. Sharon yes. um, Jackson, brilliant woman, knows the law mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. Um, she has written up for us um, that we're going to send to the state of Missouri a petition, which um, it states all the facts, all the legal facts mm-hmm. of what's going on here and um, regarding pornography, how it is being... We're, 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 well, it goes through and lists everything, and then in the end, we um, we have a um, what's called a prayer for relief, mm-hmm. and it's asking we're 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 stating what we want to do. We want to create a committee and investigate all of this. Mm-hmm. We want to instruct the public library to remove all the books in question in the under eighteen age section that are uh, considered obscene. And there are different uh, legal tests that clarify what all that means. 
um, we're going to require the, the library to follow all the provisions of the Missouri regulations that, that Damon referred to and investigate the policies of the American Library um, Association and Missouri Library Association to verify that their, their policies are following the community standards. Mm -hmm. um, these are, these, are, these are things that the federal and state statutes regarding pornography and obscenity in our libraries. It's, it's all about that. And we are asking to halt public funding for these things if they don't go for it. Um, so we have signed this petition. We're going to make copies. We're going to send it to the we'll find out mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. I don't want to really talk mm -hmm. about anybody's names right okay. now but right. we do have at least a couple people okay. in the Missouri legislature that mm -hmm. have said they'd be interested in taking mm -hmm. this forward yes. to the house floor mm -hmm. yeah. and, um, and we're also and we're gonna also attach we're gonna uh, there are several folks that want to participate mm -hmm. and we're gonna go door-to-door friend-to-friend committee meeting to committee meeting and ask for people to sign the petition mm -hmm. Uh, that we are in favor of this and going forward with it. And we feel that getting maybe 3,000 names attached to this before we send it off is, yes. would be an important step. Mm -hmm. And we think we can get that easily. So mm -hmm. that's the plan. Yes. And, and let me tell you how amazing these two are, as well as Sharon Jackson, and how bold they are. We had a meeting here just the other day we've been meeting and planning and putting together all this. She talked about the petition. We'll talk about that again in a moment. But we realized that this declaration had to be notarized. Okay. Here we are having our meeting in the library. And we said, you know what? They probably have a notary right here. And so we actually went through that process and had that notarized just a couple days ago right here to get the ball rolling. Actually, um, We'll let you take a look at that process right now. Yeah. Hi, Linda. How are you? We've got some two documents in the And we have four folks that are going to sign. What are we signing anyway? It's a declaration, actually. It's a petition to the state of Missouri. Okay. And then whoever, whoever. Are you filming? Those four? Yeah. It's a historical. It's historical. So like I said, this team means business, uh, kind of bold to do what, what we did, but you know what? There's no time like the present. We saw the opportunity and we said we might as well get going. And um, as you, as I mentioned already, and as, as Laura mentioned, actually, there's a petition and we want people to help us to get this thing moving. And in fact, there are people who said to me, let me know how... I can help. So, Laura, let them know how they can help. What are we going to be doing and how can they help us? Well, um, 
we, um, first of all, I plan to go door to door. As I said, I'm, I belong to uh, several different uh, groups in the community and I'm gonna take my petition to every single one of them. Um, permission mm -hmm. from my church, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. um, and then I assume everybody else is gonna do this too. And we have other people, as I said, who have been involved in this a little bit, but they're saying, when the petition's ready, let us know. Mm -hmm. So where can people go though, if they, if they don't know us or, or we're not knocking on their door, where can somebody go, Adrian? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I, what I know is the best avenue would be the people we do know. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the churches. I think it's so important yep. that whether you're church, whether you're organization, mm -hmm. whether you're sorority, whether you're fraternity, mm -hmm. I think that the people we know or have access to would be the best way to go. Because right. not only do we just shove a petition in their face, but we can talk to them. Right. We can show them. Because mm -hmm. I don't believe mm -hmm. there's any rational person. Well, I guess there are some woke folk, right? Yeah, they're but, not uh, rational. <laughs> they're not rational, right? So let me say that again. I don't think there, I don't think there could be anyone who could take a look at the things that we're aware of and mm -hmm. think this is okay. Right? It's not okay. I can't imagine okay. any parent. And that's when well, we talked about the fact that once they get a library card, now they have access to absolutely everything. So it's either every mm -hmm. everything or nothing. Right. So the parent who says, I want my child to be able to use the library like a library is supposed to be used, but they've got this stuff in there. So what does that mean? That means that child doesn't have access to anything. And that's not that's not right. So no no person who understands, truly understands what's going on is thinking this is okay. Right. It's not okay. Right. So we need to go where we know and we need to reach out to people. Damien, can you speak on why churches cannot sit back and not get involved in this. I can't see any reason why mm -hmm. they, they are, but they but they are, unfortunately. I mean, I've reached out to several churches in the area. Everybody is, is you know, saddened by it, but as far as doing something about it. But I think this petition is the way to do it. Yeah, I actually absolutely. talked to my pastor, I hope he doesn't mind that I mention this, but I talked to him today, mm -hmm. and he's 100% permission, go for it, mm -hmm. in the Sunday school class I go to, or a Bible study, mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah, I am grateful for that. I knew yeah. I would say yes, mm -hmm. but I think that now that we have something in our hands to give to somebody, mm -hmm. sign your name, you support this avenue of what we're go. doing. Yeah, and it's the legal way. Yeah, we're doing it right. the legal way, and we're showing. Unlike the library, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. There's exactly. one point I want to make very clear: is that from the beginning, I've been called a book burner. Right. right. I'm not interested in burning books. I, I don't care. I don't want anything censored, to be honest with you. I don't care if you've got books in here about witchcraft or bomb making. That's okay. But the age appropriateness yeah. thing is the law, and it must be followed. Yeah. So that what we are going to hear us talk about is children. We're not talking about doing anything right. to any adult. Right. And I want all this material to be available to whoever it is, including maybe some of the mm -hmm. stuff that's salacious mm -hmm. and, you know, sexually oriented. But protecting 17-year-olds and less, lower, younger, mm -hmm. is a priority. It is. One thing that individuals can do if they, if they want to get involved is that they can come to the library and get a, an objectionable book form. And we talked about that at the start. And just simply go to the kids' rooms. Just start walking around pulling books off there. You're not, you're not going to have to look very far. Get into the teens' room and just go to the LGBT section and start looking through there and file a complaint mm -hmm. that this book does not meet the legal standards mm -hmm. for, for minors. And then it's objectionable that any reasonable person would find uh, obscene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
as we've been saying, children are, are the priority, you know. Um, it does hurt my heart to think of any adult looking at child porn and getting off on that. Well, yeah. creeps, absolutely creeps me yeah, out. Mm -hmm. And uh, But the point is, when you start talking about the law, all those things, people need, they need to come into alignment right. with all right. of those things. Right. But, but right now, as we're talking here, we care about, I, listen, I don't even have any children. You know, and I've had people say, but you don't even have any kids. I don't have any kids, but I love children and I and I believe that they should be protected. And I believe we're on the right side of right. I believe that God has our back yes. because that's his heart, oh, you yes. know. And yes. when it comes and I, I'm bringing this up about the church, because so often I don't know the statistics off the top of my head, but they talk about how Christians, many don't even go out and vote. The, the, the statistics of Christians who don't vote. I wish I had the number, which I don't have right now, but we cannot afford to know what's right and not, and right now we're saying, sign your name. Right. If, you know, not everybody's going to be doing what we're doing. Right. Everybody, you know, everybody has a different calling or whatever, but you can sign your name and say, I'm standing behind this and I'm going to stand up for what's right yes. for children. Absolutely. You know, anything else before well, we move to the next one, phase? One thing, well looking into some of this, I, I realized, I, I saw an article and I and I verified it in a couple different resources. It blew my mind. Pornography has been declared a public emergency, health emergency in 16 states in the nation. And if this continues to be found in the library with children, it's going to be all the states in the nation before you know it. The culture today is rampant, trying to groom our children in an incredibly unhealthy way. And I'm grateful for all of us that we've made the, the, the determination to go forward with this. And I, and I believe God is on our side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, he's put people together and... Um, we're going to go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely go for it. All right. Well, what we want to do now, and um, let me again say, if you have young children, particularly for this part, um, you might want to go into another room or have yeah. them go into another room because we want to show you, we want to show you some of the things we're talking about because you need to know. All right. So let's move to the next phase of our conversation. So just to get an idea, let's just go to a basic search. And you can just type in keyword here. And just type in LGBTQ. And this one has two pages that is, uh, there's probably 30, 40 just on that title right there. And if we look at this, this is a survival guide for trans people, you'll notice it's a teen nonfiction section, which is in the room we're in right now. If you type in, this book is gay, which is also in this room. You'll also notice that it is in the teen nonfiction. And let's just um, let's just uh, make this clear as well that these are not just books that are uh, this book is gay or LGBTQ or queer that you typed in. 
but these are the pornographic, mm -hmm. uh, hypersexualized yep. books. Yep. Okay. Every one of these deal with sex instructions, and uh, the whole section I'm right over here. Here, this is Allies. This is a book about sex, growing up, screwing stuff, and this is, ally is a is a code word for the LGBTQ community. Uh, there's a book in here called Doing It, which is uh, goes step by step with all the different types of sex. Yep, sex plus. Now, I, I want to be clear. There are some books in here that are designed for truly educational positions or you know, ideas, you know, how to keep yourself clean and what happens to puberty. So I don't have a problem with those. It's when we move over into instructions, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you put a condom on. This is how you use lotion before you have anal sex with another boy. Those are the kind of things that are just uh, beyond despicable, if you ask me. Yeah. Let's see here. Here it is. Here's one right here. This book right here. Doing it. Oh, that's you, can, you can see right here on the, on the cover. Virginity, masturbation, LGBTQ, contraception, body image. And this book happens to be a series of stories, letters that were written in by uh, and then published. Here's one, Raleigh, on being gender fluid. Mm -hmm. And the entire thing, dating while trans. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what the heck? Are <laughs> you serious? Juno Dawson being transgender. He's the author of this book, is gay. And he's, he's a very sick individual. And again, we are in the teen section. For 12 year olds. For 12, 12 and up. Mm. Can someone say grooming? This is exactly what it is. Gender explorers. Mm -hmm. This book goes through all of the different types of gender that you can, you can become. And it's a story. Go through. Trans girls, I'm at year five. Trans girls, as low as young as two and three year old kids. Wow. Being, being trans? What? Are you kidding me? This is insane. And so this is the excuse they use to skirt the minor protection laws. As they say, well, you know, it's trans, so you can't, you can't say anything bad about the trans community. Uh, and they hide behind it. Hmm. And they've been very successful. Okay, so uh, we just wanted to give you uh, just a little look at um, what we've been talking about. And, and we want you to know... Uh, how important this issue is, how much it means to, to us, and how much we need your help as well. And I just want to thank you, Damon, for being a part of this, yeah. and um, obviously Laura as well, huge part nice. of this. And um, so anything you want to say finally before we kind of wrap it up? Just encourage people to find out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing, that because the library is not going to obviously tell the parents what's happening. Right. right. Um, and once again, we said earlier in the, in, the, in the segment that, you know, once people find out what's going on, not only are they are in a state of disbelief, mm -hmm. but uh, but they're furious, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I want Cape Girardeau Library, public library, to be the example for the rest of the entire state of Missouri to follow as being a, an excellent resource for materials. There's all kinds of wonderful things here, all kinds of resources. Yeah. We don't need hypersexualizing of our children as part of those resources. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I 
totally agree. Mm -hmm. You yeah. said it all, said as far as I'm right? concerned. Yeah, Absolutely. we need to save our kids. Absolutely. We need as long, keep them kids as long as they can be kids. That's right. Because we all have to grow up way yep. too fast. And you know, I have to say this. This is not something that I just want to do. Right. You know, it's not like I, this has been my goal to be dealing with, you know, porn and stuff and kids. I really would rather not be doing yeah, this. Doing something else. Yeah, sure. absolutely. But it needs to be done. Yeah. And I'm grateful that there are people who are willing to do it. I'm so glad you tuned in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show. I'm so glad my guests were with me and I'm so glad for the entire team working on this and people who have a heart for children. And that's what it's about. It's about children. Now, I know that there are people who are going to say, well, you're just going after the issue of the transgender issue or, you know, all the books that you're you're pointing out have to do with LGBTQ issue or about about gender. I listen, I don't know why it happens to be that way, but it seems that almost all of these books involving porn geared toward children have to do with those issues. I didn't make the rules, okay? That's just the way it, it, it is. And there apparently is an, an agenda to groom children. It, but here's the thing. I care about all children. We care about all children. I don't believe that a child who is, you know, 12, 10, a minor period, I don't believe, and they're, and they're homosexual, or they're, they're saying that they're transgender, all that. They need to be protected also. This is not pointing a gun at them and trying to mold them down and all that. This is about protecting them. So whether a child says that they're gay or whether a child is straight, the bottom line is pornography has no place in their lives. We should not be pushing this on any child whatsoever. So don't get it twisted. If we point out titles that have queer in it, like gender queer, or that deal with transgender issues, whatever, that just happens to be what it's called. That's just what it is. That's the topic of it. And for whatever reason, there are a plethora of books on that, on those issues geared at children that are absolutely inappropriate. And so we want to protect all children. And uh, and this is um, what we've been engaged in, what we've been praying about, and what we put our hands to do, and what we need your, your help and your support in. I want to see the library held accountable for following the law, the entire law. And so we just wanted to share some of this with you, with you today, because people need to be aware. So I appreciate you uh, tuning into this heavy episode of the Adrian Ross show. And I want to remind you about we, the people, we, the people of Missouri, meeting five o'clock at Delmonico's in Jackson, Missouri on Tuesdays, but not Tuesday, the 21st, taking a break for Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, it's nonpartisan. It's grassroots. It's a Liberty watchdog. It's about the constitution. It's about becoming involved on the local level, about keeping people informed, about training people how to make a difference on the local level. And there's even a newsletter you can sign up for. So go to wethepeopleofmissouri.org and check it out. And hey, there's even apparel you can purchase. Great We The People apparel. So www.wethepeopleofmissouri.org. 
All right. And also, I want to encourage you to go to my Substack, adrianross.substack.com. Subscribe and support me there. Read what I'm writing there, what I'm covering there. And also go to uh, the uh, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, wonderful. If you're not, go there, hit uh, subscribe right now and also like, also share. All right. And that is The Adrian Ross Show on YouTube. And of course, on the podcast platforms, I would really appreciate you leaving a rating, leaving a review. I know people tell me all the time, we appreciate what you're doing. I, I'm so grateful for that, but I'd love for you to give me that five-star rating. I'd love for you to write a review and I'd love for you to do it now. I would be so thankful during this Thanksgiving uh, season. And speaking of that, there's going to be a bonus episode of the Adrian Ross show uh, that I'm hoping to come out on Wednesday. And that is a taking it to the streets. It's been a while since I've done a taking it to the streets. This is the Thanksgiving edition of taking it to the streets. So be sure to tune in to the Adrian Ross show. So I, and I always suggest with taking it to the streets that you, that you watch it on YouTube, but if you don't get to watch it, make sure you listen to it on a podcast platform or on my Substack. Also make your way to the BMG network to check out the other members, the other teammates of the BMG network. That is the BMG network.com. We are engaging in lightning and we are informative. And of course we are entertaining. All right. So thank you once again, catch you next time. God bless you abundantly.